I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. With common effort and common purpose, with passion and dedication, let us answer the call of history and carry into an uncertain future that precious light of freedom. A line from President Obama's second inaugural speech delivered today, as per tradition, from the west front of the U.S. Capitol. Hundreds of thousands gathered on the National Mall to hear it. Big as it was, this crowd was much smaller than the one that witnessed Obama's first inauguration four years ago. The smaller numbers matched decreased expectations for a second Obama term. Gary Young of the British newspaper The Guardian is in Washington. He feels several factors contribute to a subdued atmosphere on this inauguration day. In the words of Sade, it's never as good as the first time. <laughs> um, there's a sense in which all inaugurations are historic, but this was the first black president. The second term is always like a renewal of vows, which is never quite as exciting as the um, first wedding. But there is a symbolic resonance of it taking place on Martin Luther King Day, which is the, only the second time that's happened. Uh, 50th anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech and the March on Washington, 150th anniversary of the emancipation. So anyone who knows their history knows the symbolic importance of this occasion, but it doesn't have the historic resonance that it did. There are other reasons, too, certainly why this inauguration feels different from four years ago. I mean, the, the country has changed a lot. Well, there was a sense in 2009 of the country and possibly even the world being in a kind of economic freefall. And there was no sense or saying of where it was going to stop. And that sense of it being in, in freefall has gone. And therefore, the weight of expectation that there was on Obama to solve this mess, which I think was intimately wrapped up with the historic nature of it. There was this sense of him being, some people talked about it as the super Negro, that he was going to come in and save the day. And the expectations of him, partly the kind of rhetorical force with which Obama had stood as a candidate in the first term, his evoking of the civil rights movement, the suffragettes movement, gave this sense of a kind of radical departure. And this time, the fact that America might elect a black president is now a banal, almost a banal fact of life. It can still be astonishing if you stop and think about it, but you would have to stop and think about it. And you as a Brit, I mean, when you look on this debate and, you know, what does it all mean? How does it strike you? I find it intriguing. I'm uh, not just a Brit, but a, a, a black Brit. When people ask me, well, could this happen in, in Britain? I generally say, well, the thing about America is, compared to Britain, black people can travel further, both up and down. Hmm. There are more black men in prison than there were as slaves in 1861. So there's the good and the bad. But there is this one other thing that I find intriguing as someone who's not American, which is this, this celebration that the inauguration is of the trappings of democracy. America doesn't really do pageantry. You know, there's no carts or horses or 18th century garb as we, we would have in, in Britain. But there is this kind of um, level of civic engagement that you don't see elsewhere. You know, I was in London to gather opinions of U.S. leadership in the presidency uh, prior to the November election and was surprised how cynical Europeans had become uh, about Barack Obama. I'd have thought that at least the broad stroke narrative of uh, President Obama would have continued to glow there, but many had a tarnished view. I, I remember hearing from people abroad when uh, Bush 43 was president that their feelings about him didn't affect their view and respect of the American people. Has that changed, do you think? Well, it has. There was this unfounded expectation that Obama's election 
would signal not just a radical departure, and I think it has been a significant departure from the Bush era, but a radical reconstruction, reformation of American foreign policy, and that hasn't happened. So to almost any comment about Obama, the symbolic resonance and all that, people say, yeah, drones. Mm. Drones, Pakistan, Guantanamo. There are these touchstones abroad that make people think, well, it's great that he won. I don't think, according to the polls, there was any country with the possible exception of Israel that wanted Romney to win. And so there is a satisfaction that Obama won, and he is still popular abroad. But American foreign policy is more popular than it was under Bush and still pretty unpopular. Gary Young, a columnist for the British newspaper The Guardian, he's in Washington for the inauguration 